0: Everybody. It's Tamish and Tracy. We're back to talk some more of The Walking Dead. We saw episode 10 of season 9 last night, titled Omega, and it had me a little shook in places. So uh, I think I think we might have a lot to talk about. Do you, you feel talkative, Tamish? I'm always talkative. To- <laughs> Good There's
1: never a moment (laughs) in my life that I'm not, that's not true, unless I'm asleep.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) So I I kind of enjoyed the format last week, talking about the good, bad, and the ugly. I thought that was kind of a fun way to go about talking about some of the characters and and different elements in the story. So I think we're going to try that again. And Tamisha, would you like to start us off with one of your selections? I sure can. Okay. Let's do it. So, okay. So, uh,
1: at as first, as let me see, the t- title of the episode, did we go over that?
0: The title was Omega. If you have anything you want to share about it, go for it. Uh, yes.
1: So, uh, so we met Alpha mm-hmm. in this episode, and then the title of the episode was Omega. So, I'm not sure if everybody knows what that means. So, Omega is the end, mm-hmm. and Alpha is the beginning. So that was a kind of a play on words. So I guess the beginning. And so the fact that this episode was called Omega, I'm like, what are we ending? Are we ending? Safety? Are we ending sanity? Are we ending a life? Are we ending what? What could we be ending?
0: Is this the beginning of the end? Oh my gosh. I don't
1: know. So those are questions you should ask. Because yeah. they could have named the episode Alpha. hmm Or maybe we're going to meet the man she killed. <laughs> because she ended his life. <laughs> and his name
0: is going to be Omega Walker. <laughs> uh, I, I have a feeling. <laughs> you're talking about Lydia's dad?
1: I or could so? be. I could be you talking could be. about Lydia's dad. or I could be talking about any of those people that were uh, in her camp before she became... Yeah.
0: I have the feeling all of them are long gone, but you never know. You never know. She wanted to have someone stick around. <laughs> oh, that's so them. scary. All right. Well, talk to us about your first character.
1: Okay. So I chose, my first character I chose was Daryl, a.k.a. Norman Reedus. If you did Surprise. not that, you have not been listening to our podcast, you can disconnect now. You had to know I was going to pick Norman Reedus. Yeah, it's oh. a given. Right. Exactly. So, um, so I picked Daryl. Okay. She plays Daryl. And uh this time, um, on the good, the bad, and the ugly. So in this episode, we got a chance to see Daryl interact with a prisoner who will remain nameless for now. And the prisoner um was captured and she was in a prison cell. And we got to see Daryl come in and I guess, be what we would consider a prison guard, so some of the good that I had for Daryl in this particular scene, because that's the scene that I want to focus on okay is that the prisoner, this young girl, had been abused, he recognized that she had been abused I was like that's a that's a really good thing. It's good to know when someone's in trouble, so he got one star for me from that star and the smiley face for that for recognizing um, that for 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 recognizing the young girl had been abused, you know, instead of just making an assumption, he recognized it. Mm -hmm. Why did he recognize it? Because he uh, uh, turned it back on to what his own life had been through. So that Mm -hmm. was another good thing. So that means that he was touching into some things that I had never seen Daryl touch in for a couple, for more than a couple seasons. Like he was actually getting kind of emotional. Yeah. All right. So. One more good that I have for Mr. Daryl is that he actually cared enough about the Hilltop community to engage this individual and to try to get to know them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen that in a while uh, with Mr. uh, Daryl. Usually Mr. Daryl grunts and keeps going. (laughs) So, (laughs) so then we had the uh, bad. So for me, the bad was that he showed a little bit of weakness and he actually believed his little prisoner. I, 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 the jury for me is still out on that. Okay. And usually um, Mr. Daryl is really a good judge of character. He really is a good judge of character, but I think he, in my opinion for his bad, got caught up a little bit because he could relate to this prisoner so much. And I think that he was not being impartial. I saw I saw him starting to believe her right away. I also, um, for me, and I'm going to probably get some feedback on this one. Is that the bad? Is that fact that he gave the little prisoner food after she tried to hurt him? What we don't we don't eat after you try to attack me? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and she said she didn't and, even yeah, want yeah. the food. Yeah. <laughs> huh? What'd she and, say? And she said she
0: didn't even want the food. At- Say it again. Say it again, Tracy. Uh, hunger Get is a gift.
1: <laughs> Getting a little emotional here, Daryl. What's really going on? <laughs> and then, and so my ugly uh, for this for this um, for this particular uh, scene was that he Daryl became a little too emotional with a complete stranger. That was my ugly, and I did not I did not like that at all. Um, I needed Daryl to remain impartial, but he he. He showed a little bit of humanness, which he's not known for, really.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So that kind of threw you a little bit. Oh, that, you...
1: threw me. that definitely threw me a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, since you t- talked about Daryl, it seems like a good time for me to talk about Henry. Ah, Those the good, the bad, and the ugly with Henry this week. Um, I'm going to when I start with the good and go through to ugly, it's going to kind of go backwards in the storyline because the good, I felt like happened towards the end. um, Especially when he opened up to Daryl about what Carol had been through. I mean, obviously Daryl knew some of Carol's story, but when he talked about, you know, the reason she had her hair short and things like that and um, was respectful to Daryl. And, you know, just showing care and concern, you know, and a- approaching a difficult subject with him. Um, I think that shows that he considers him a friend and hopefully, like, a, somewhat of a mentor. You know, he said he was glad that he was friends with his mom. So, I mean, I can see their relationship growing and uh, becoming stronger. With that said, the bad. One of the bad for me with Henry this week was the way he talked back to Daryl when he got Dad, really he got, <laughs> he got really salty about Daryl eavesdropping. But hold on a minute, Henry. Daryl is an adult and you are a teenager. And Daryl is in charge of the interrogation. You are not. And if that's what he deems necessary to get information or to try to understand the situation better i don't think you have a whole lot of rights when you're sitting in the prison cell they you know i mean he's already in trouble i don't think he gets to mouth off to daryl so uh that was i didn't like that
1: yeah. (laughs) i'm like he's
0: here to kind of look after you he's doing a favor for your mom you know pipe down So that that was the the bad across the way. But, you know, (laughs) the ugly is kind of it's sort of a tough one because, of course, as probably many folks, I was like, why the heck is he he's taking her out of the cell? He's taking her out of the cell. He's taking her out and she's, you know, she can get away. I mean, this is dangerous. Why is he doing this? And she almost picked up a hammer and clubbed him. So, I mean, obviously, that could have been a very ugly situation. But by taking her out there, she did have that encounter hearing the baby cry, which stopped her, apparently, from clubbing Henry over the head with the hammer or whatever it was. So, I mean, it worked out, so to speak, you know, but it wouldn't have been an issue at all. If he hadn't taken her out now, but my question is, I mean, that was a, that was an ugly, um, nerve wracking situation, but I have a question for you. Do you feel like hearing the baby cry? Um, my son feels like it was a trigger, you know, for her to really get back to the, the truth of her story. Um, do you agree? And so do you think in the end it was good for the hilltop, and even for Lydia, that if that helped her get to the the truth of her story from her childhood,
1: I looked at I so I looked at it a different way. I looked at uh, the baby as being that it can actually, they can actually have a life in a community there, more so okay. than triggering anything. I I think that's what she saw because okay. I from the flashbacks. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was told to her that they could no longer have communities anymore like this. This was not possible. It was gone. It's going to fall. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I think that's what happened. And then she saw that and then actually started looking around and was like, wow. And she was like, this it can happen.
0: Somebody didn't tell me the truth. OK. OK. Yeah. Carter and I were talking about it, it was like maybe she was there, has been there just long enough to kind of get back to true memories and to see that yeah like you said maybe she's been told the wrong thing all over the place that these people are you know being fruitful and multiplying and so forth so that's 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 a good idea i like that um but yeah ugly just as far as it's still it just felt like a lot of his behavior was dangerous now was that daryl like peeking through did he see henry taking her out when did we see
1: Daryl, kind of, uh, okay. it was not made clear uh-huh if daryl saw but i feel like he did know that they went out okay that's the indication or that's the perception that i got that he knew he that uh henry was taking her out like daryl was never that, that far from him
0: okay, okay. I, I kind of felt the same do you felt like he what do you think it was planned in any way shape or form or it was just henry being henry Henry being Henry. Okay. All right. I'd be curious to see what anyone else thinks because, you know, there has been a lot of subtle manipulation of, you know, to use Henry or, you know, or to the good cop, bad cop, stuff like that we talked about last week. So I was just wondering if I'd missed something obvious, but. um That
1: this time.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, Henry, <laughs> he's just a. I don't know, man, he's a teenager, I guess, but not all teenagers are, are do so many dangerous things, but the, it's just hard because he obviously has such a good heart and he's been taught to care about people and to try to be brave. But some of the things he does maybe in trying to be brave just aren't smart, you know? So I just feel like he's got so much to learn, but I, instead of getting frustrated with him. I just rely on the fact that Daryl is there sort of as a mentor, and I have hope for Henry that he will like somehow transform all this like dangerous behavior and and just learn some lessons before too long and use it for good so I feel like there's hope for him. Do you feel like there's hope for him? I don't like Henry okay
1: <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I think Henry i don't I think Carol has did the best that Carol and Ezekiel did the best that they could. Okay. And it was good that he came to the hilltop, but he needs to grow a little hair on his chest. Okay. He's a, too, okay. He's a little too naive. Now, he does know how to fight. I will give him that. I, I think he knows how to move that stick and all that good stuff, but he is very naive. Okay. It, but, and that just became very evident in that prison cell. hmm Who tells where the rest of your stuff is? You know, where the rest of your communities are? Henry does.
0: Oh, yeah. That was, I, I was definitely rolling my eyes you know, at I,
1: that. So that's—I mean, he's—he's he's naive in that aspect, and they've—they've they've done their best to try to keep him sheltered.
0: But he, yeah, he needs a little hair. But this sounds like us because I'm kind of the eternal optimist, and you're much more of a realist. So, that just goes right along with our, you know, the way we see the apocalypse. So, yes, Tracy, you will be. the
1: game. <laughs> Remember, you're the game maker. You. Will I know. I
0: could, I could get Henry involved on the arts and crafts committee. There you go. Arts and crafts. All right, who do you have next?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my next character is going to be Lydia, the the infamous Lydia who is locked up in the jail cell. Oh, so now we're
0: calling her Lydia. Okay, yes. okay, I'm with you. Yes. All right.
1: Yes. Take it away. So my good for Miss Lydia was that she started telling half truths. I, I I didn't know how much longer she was going to lie. But the good thing was she started telling half-truths. I still think that too many people are giving her the benefit of the doubt because um, <laughs> because of some of her past. And, uh, and But I I said that the good is that we're getting some truth and we're starting to find out exactly what we're dealing with with the Whisperers.
0: Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. So I was I was that. The bad is that she um, suffered um, abuse by her mom. If that is true, if that is true, and if that is definitely that her mom is that way with her. And I think that um that it's never good. It's never good and we here on this podcast never condone any type of abuse. And so oh. if if Alpha did do that, that is very bad. Oh
0: sure.
1: Now the um the ugly is how I feel like she's manipulating um, poor Henry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. she, I think that's really ugly, and I think that unfortunately Lydia has no not only knows how to play this game, but it's going to come down to possibly Lydia and Henry and Henry having to choose, and because he's in his feelings about Lydia, that mm-hmm. he might make the wrong choice.
0: Okay,
1: and I think that's really ugly. That's
0: ugly. Yeah. Yes.
1: So that's what it is but I think that it, uh, it was it's been interesting watching um Lydia play out in the jail cell. That's that's actually a very tough scene to do. Yeah. Uh, because that's that's all we had. So we had to fall on her words and get pulled in by that and so she actually did a really good job with that. But well, I'm I, sorry, I just don't I don't trust her.
0: Yeah. I, I agree she did a good job. I mean it's it's interesting how engaging for me at least anyway that the story was last night when most of it took place, you know, in the cell or, you know, the flashbacks, but, but small areas, there was not wasn't a lot of movement, you know? Yes. And it, it, still told a compelling story, but yeah, if, you know, if, if I understand correctly, if I'm following the clues from the story and, and her mother has been lying to her all this time and sort of, you know, confusing the roles about her dad and mom and her mom's really the crazy one. Um, you know, that's really ugly for her to have gone her whole life, you know,
1: not only being
0: not only being abused, obviously that's, that's just a given, but to be manipulated your whole life and to not really have clarity of mind. I mean, that's just so, so scary. So, but that is ugly, but I hope she doesn't take that ugly and hurt our people and we'll have to wait and see. (laughs) Look
1: at the forever (laughs) optimist. This I am telling you. Okay, first of all, <laughs> first of all, it wouldn't be The Walking Dead if some if if that wasn't going to be the case. But okay, everybody's hanging. Everybody. What I mean by everybody, it, Meaning, it can be The Walking Dead without her in particular being I. a Daryl villain. Has fallen for this little girl too, and that's going to be our die our downfall. Yeah.
0: Oh, see, so Daryl's gonna adopt her. Gonna I don't
1: know dog what, throwback to Sophia Woo. maybe maybe this is going to be his new Sophia I don't know but I just know Lydia is not the one
0: alright All right. well I'm going to talk a little bit about Yumiko the good the bad and the, the ugly um, so she convinces her little group that came in at the time jump the big time jump we've got Connie, Kelly, Magna Yumiko and, of course, Luke is outside the Hilltop campus. With Alden. I don't know where he is. <laughs> yes, with oh, Alden. Okay. <laughs> we got to say we don't know where he is. Okay. <laughs> I just, okay, at this juncture, pretend we don't know where he, They didn't know where he is. Okay, let's say that. So they don't know where he is. He's outside of Hilltop. Um, <laughs> and they're worried about him. She's worried about him, and she thinks they need to go and try to find him try to help him you know he's he's part of their core team he's part of their you know their little family unit which i can i can buy her concern um so magna is not interested she thinks that's a bad idea connie is the deciding vote
1: i was i was with magna on that one you were with that okay So,
0: so connie's the deciding vote they go as a group and they go out there um so I'm going to start with the bad. The bad is that they went out there. I mean, uh, they they didn't. If they're trying to integrate themselves with the Hilltop, they need to follow their rules. Just like Tara said at the end, if you had told me or talked to me about it, maybe we could have figured something out. You know, but to sort of um, go vigilante style or just, you know, go out on their own, um, that that was bad. So the good was she came back. <laughs> And decided to come back. So um that's that's pretty straightforward. Um and it was also good that Tara had guards on them the whole time. So um to know that they were they weren't as quite in as much danger as we thought, but still that was a, a bad move in my opinion, going out in the first place. Um the ugly is that now, even though guards went with them, Connie is in danger. She is sort of trapped in this cornfield. And who knows what's going to happen to her if she's going to get caught by the Whisperers or, you know, that that's ugly. So...
1: Okay, now, question. Yes. Do you think that this group led the whispers back to the hilltop? How do mm. you think they found the hilltop?
0: Well, they have Alden and Luke, so it could be one or both. I mean, it, they... I mean, I guess Alden and Luke, they could choose to try to be heroes and not lead them back to Hilltop and give them the wrong, wrong direction. So we don't know for sure, but the assumption is that they had them tell them where their group was, so so we don't know. Now, if, but if, if I they could,
1: did what if I could defeat I could I could do I could say I could point something out to you that you might have missed. What about when they were in the woods? Yamiko Oh, yeah.
0: Someone was watching them, yeah.
1: And when the horse was being eaten,
0: yeah, mm-hmm.
1: they were watching them. And then when they left, and then as they headed back, you remember they were all, it was like two whispers right there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I counted two. I think they led them back to the
0: hilltop. Okay. Yeah. Would I they think have gotten back without them? them? I don't know, but definitely, yes, they were watching them and that facilitated their arrival. To Hilltop, for sure. But the fact that Connie um, is caught in the crossfire, uh, Connie's gonna make it. I'm telling you. You know
1: why Connie's gonna make it? Why? Because it's not her time to go. Okay. else's neck is gonna get cut. Who's being optimistic now? Huh? What? Oh no. The reason I say somebody else's neck is gonna get cut is because I think she's gonna she's gonna use all her senses. And avoid them. Okay. But the, I'm telling you, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to wait till we get to our predictions. How about that? All
0: right. Okay. Good deal. Another thing is uh, Yumiko, since she's one of my characters, she, yes. she, looks, she looks so pretty on um, The Talking Dead. So that's good. Good for her.
1: Ah, <laughs> Yumiko, you get another good. <laughs> Although, you shouldn't have gone in that um, jungle, but the jungle woods. Uh, yeah, whatever it is. Oh my! All right, so that's <laughs> All right, our... Now we gotta uh, identify some funny moments.
0: At least one. All right. I also want to consider some unsettling moments because as I was thinking about it, I couldn't think of much funny. The only thing I came up with that was sort of comical uh, was that um, Tara was one step ahead of them and had the guards on them, and so when they you know found that out. Uh, I thought that was, you know, just a nice twist. It still wasn't super funny, but that was as close as I could get. What do you have for funny? The the uh,
1: the one <laughs> the one obvious the most obvious one about the worms.
0: That was oh, he, thought, he thought that was see <laughs> <funny>. you laughing
1: laugh <and> see see. <laughs> I thought <laughs> it was
0: gross.
1: Right, it was gross, <laughs> but everybody laughed because we were, everybody was like, "Wow, she really is going to eat that." And then Henry was like. Oh, I'm going to eat
0: one too, which also you're, tells me Lydia can manipulate that young man. Yeah, you're right. I mean, when she did it, I was gross. But when he did it, I did kind of laugh because I'm like, oh, my gosh, boy, you are really got your head in the clouds. You yes! know, you're eating a worm <laughs> for this girl. So, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay, so that was my funny moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. How about um, tell me an unsettling moment? An unsettling moment for me was probably, well,
1: one would have been that horse. Although yeah. I, that horse, that was just—it's
0: it. mm. always the horses. I can't take it, man.
1: I know, but at least wait a minute. At least it was a dog.
0: I know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be the that'd be the end of this podcast. Ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> if the dog dies, podcast ends. You heard it first. <laughs>
0: oh man but yeah that was very unsettling mhm and then when they realized that was it connie that noticed that it had been like it wasn't just eaten by walkers it had been sliced open and skinned Ugh. um yeah then they realized that they were there were whisperers around it just got worse and worse the situation um for me uh it was a couple of things it was hard you know seeing kelly get so upset and cry like Luke saved her and came and found her so she felt like she had to it's almost like we see these people being so tough and fighting walkers and fighting whispers and trying to be brave and strong and and then to really see someone break down you know is hard because you realize oh my gosh they're these are you know like supposed to be humans you know they have feelings and they can't, can't be tough all the time so but the one that really got me it kind of just freaked me out was when um, the baby was in the whisperer's arms crying and just thinking about a baby being brought into that life was just I, really
1: I would have shot the mama in the shoulder grab the baby and then, <laughs> I'm not studying alpha and that baby you're not <laughs> gonna make uh-uh. I would have figured out a way to get that baby yeah injured the mama and been like now what? Now, what
0: <laughs> that was just super unsettling. No,
1: nope. I, 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 I refuse Tracy. I refuse to get emotional on that one because that's what Alpha wanted. I was like, hmm,
0: so what was, do you mean? That's, that's what she wanted? She wanted the reaction, or yeah, she yeah. wanted
1: that reaction because Daryl was like, We got guns, boom, and she was like, Why, why? <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, Oh. And then the gun stopped, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> oh, brother, trust me, it was unsettling. I bought into it. Okay, uh, we got some feedback from Sharon. Hey, and Sharon.
1: Woo-hoo!
0: Sharon uh, talked about how this was the first episode in a long time uh-huh. where she thinks it actually felt like kind of what she would consider the, the good old days. Of the Walking Dead again, or when she was, you know, at its at its best, I guess, so to speak. It she it she felt like it had the spirit of like several seasons ago, I suppose. And so do you agree, to me Or or what do you think, even if you don't feel that way, what do you think might have contributed to that feeling for her?
1: It had to. Be, okay, no, I don't agree with you, particularly, Sharon. But I, I, I can see where you got it from, and I feel like it's the introduction of new characters. Now right. that we, are, the Hilltop, is coming into its own with this new leadership, we're starting to see uh, Magna and all of them start to come into their own and starting to get their uh, a little bit of understanding about how that group really operates. So I think, I think. It, is a, it could be seen as when we were first getting introduced to the initial group that started The Walking Dead, you know, with Rick and with Carl with Shane and all of them, so I could
0: see that. I could. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'd be anxious for Sharon to tell us what she thinks maybe gave her that feeling but, you know, I'm wondering too if it's just we do have a lot of unknowns now. I mean, I know we have comic readers that have some ideas, but I also think things are being changed up. So, but definitely, if you're not a comic reader, it's all very much unknown, and I think that probably contributes to it. And uh, I, I know I've been more scared about the walkers just because I don't know if they're whisperers, and it's just like a new—you have to fight them and be prepared in a new kind of way, um, and also. Uh, we might as well talk about Alpha a little bit. She she generally frightens me. And um, Negan and some of the other villains have seen a little bit more of, I mean, I don't want to necessarily say caricatures, but like, you know, the big bad, or um, she just seems so raw and just like, internally evil like not that she's made these necessarily these decisions to do this or she went down a wrong path and um decided to take leadership and it got out of control or something you kind of like the governor or something I mean definitely villains but she just seems like evil to her core and uh that just freaks me out so um I don't know that that I would think that might be one thing that is kind of drawing viewers in, um, as well. So, yeah, it, I'm
1: not there. I'm not there yet with um, Alpha. To me, right okay. now, she seems like a woman scorned. Seriously, and then you took her baby cub from her, and it's it's like it's like one of those things where she seems she seems a little, she seems a little upset, just a tad bit upset. But how I, is she scorned? I'm not think, hmm.
0: How oh, is she scorned? What do you mean? She killed her husband.
1: She uh, scorned in the fact that the world,
0: uh, by the, the world. apocalypse. Okay. And, and now
1: she had to figure out how to survive in it versus she was, seemed like she was getting along just fine with her and her daughter. But then when the, uh, her husband decided not to go along with what she wanted, when she was ready to go, She took him out, and then that's when her uh, metamorphosis started. But I think that she is just a woman that is just really upset the way that the world is going. So I'm Uh going to have to see a little more action from Alpha to see exactly how uh, evil she can become. Okay, She's going to have to stand her ground because from the villains that we've had thus far on The Walking Dead, she's going to have to be comparable. Alpha's going to have to be comparable to that. And so I'll be interested to see what tricks... You come out of and how how evil we're gonna get it okay
0: okay I, I think another thing I thought of too that that drew me in this week um maybe it was the, the same for Sharon I don't know was that we had to kind of work for it a little bit like you know with the um with her flashbacks that weren't completely true they were jumbled you know and then finally she seems to we think she figures out the truth sort of in the end. We don't. I guess we don't have a definitive on that. But the fact that, like, we were struggling watching, we're like, wait a minute, he doesn't have a beard now. Now he does have a beard. Isn't that the same day? You know. And I was like, well, it must mean something. You know, because they made a point of showing it. So I think we're just going to have to wait and see. You know. Yeah. But it, it made us kind of struggle through the episode to kind of put the information and put the pieces together. It wasn't just laid out for us. Um, so I mean I like that aspect as well. I don't want it to be too easy to to understand, but
1: Right. And, and hopefully they won't make it too too hard. I Right, right. I um I'm hoping oh I'm hoping my fingers and legs and toes and everything crossed that this does not become <laughs> another um farm <laughs> or jail <laughs> episodes. Um because okay. we talked about that on our podcast before where they stay too long somewhere. Okay. So that's my my hope is that that's not what happens.
0: Okay. So you don't want them to just even stay at Hilltop and Alexandria much longer. I, 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 I we need to we need to just we need to
1: if we if we're going if something's going to happen at Hilltop it needs to happen or if we're going to get moving towards other communities that needs to happen. I, I I'm saying I don't want okay. this to end and all we've been at is battling the whisperers at Hilltop.
0: Okay, I see. I see your point. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. We don't need things to drag on unnecessarily. No. Sure. Nope. I don't know that I have a lot of predictions because I am sort of in this unknown territory, I feel like. But what do you have some predictions?
1: Predictions? Do you mean truths according to
0: Tamish? What? <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. You've, <laughs> you've nailed it a few times. this A few times. Year, so. I've
1: been off now. I have. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to go with my whispers that this is where my predictions will lie. Um, I think that Alpha has strategically placed some of the whispers and they possibly might already be inside the Hilltop. And so when they make the Hilltop makes a decision on however they're going to go just in case people did not watch, you know, the preview of next week, not going to even say it. If they decide not to agree with whatever Alpha is saying, I think that she has already put in place some other whispers. I don't. I cannot believe that that handful of people right there is all there is. Like I really believe that what it happens, all of a sudden stuff. Somebody they're just going to rise up. Whether it's going to be you coming from the ground or it's going to be coming from like I said inside the hilltop somewhere. And everybody's going to be like, whoa, what just happened? Okay. That's interesting. Yep. And my uh, second prediction is that I believe that uh, Lydia Mm -hmm. is going to head on back to try to get to her, get to Alpha. Because I don't know if I even want to add the, I don't even know if I want to give Alpha the label of being a mother. But, you know. So I think that Lydia is going to turn and I think that it's going to come down to Henry and having to make a choice.
0: Okay. There you go. Well, I was thinking that, um, it's that Lydia is, I'm guessing she's not going to be so quick to go over to alpha. Okay. Um, I don't know, maybe wrong, but I feel like she's reached enough of, uh, Point of enlightenment or something that, or that there is a different world. Maybe I mean I know it's not a lot, but I mean I think enough has been sort of triggered or, um, inside her that she might not just easily go back over to Alpha. So, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with your idea about Daryl getting that baby. I'm yeah. gonna say somehow there's gonna be a squabble or whatever, but they're gonna snatch up that baby and rescue it. I'm going to throw that one in there. I, I kind of stole that from you, but, you know. <laughs> I liked it. Good idea. Yay. So, and uh, so Connie, Alden, and Luke. And Luke. Are they going to all survive? You said you thought it was not Connie's time. What about the two guys?
1: No, I don't think. I think one of them
0: is going to lose their life. One of them. Okay. Mm. Which one?
1: Now, if I told you that, then you would know as much as I know. <laughs> we don't re- know I gave- for sure. I gave two predictions. Okay, I gave All two right. predictions, but no, Tracy. If they listened to my podcast last week, I did say who I thought was going to die.
0: Oh, you did? I forgot. Well, I'm going to
1: guess. Who you uh, guess? Alden. Okay. So you, so you want Ina to be just heartbroken? No,
0: I don't want her to be heartbroken. But I'm like, gosh, that would just really. You know, that, that's just like the bad stuff that happens on The Walking Dead. I mean, the that's the kind of thing that would happen. <laughs> we see they've, you know, played up, they have this relationship, you know, and then boom. And then he's gone. <laughs> so if one of yeah, I mean, I'll throw that out there. That'd be my guess if, if one of them is going to go. We'll be but out. I. Uh, Connie needs to be okay, though, because I think she has a lot of things to contribute. She seems very smart, very insightful, and uh, and I can't deal with a sibling losing a sibling right now. Aww. Can't handle it. So. Aww. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, let me ask you, how are you feeling, the big elephant in the room, without Rick being there? I know... It was horrible news for you that Andrew Lincoln was leaving and you had real doubts about you know, how you'd be able to continue watching. Has anything changed for you?
1: It has changed that I realized how much uh, Andrew Lincoln carried that show. Okay, okay. So for so me, he's still missed. He definitely is still missed. I'm still irritated that they didn't just end it and they left it open-ended okay. because... I've I've I talked about how I would have preferred they had just made a decision about it. Yeah. And yeah. I just for open So yes, I think for me, I still I still am missing on um Rick Grimes. Okay. Yeah. So, and I'm missing on Miss Maggie too. Yeah. So, I am I definitely missing her character, but hopefully, her and Georgie are getting some good stuff together
0: for the community. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe they're going to come to the rescue in this whole thing. Who knows? Or something. <laughs> so, I mean,
1: <laughs> so, yes, I'm missing
0: on Miss Maggie also. So, yeah. Times, they are changing. But I'm
1: <laughs> into like, it. I feel like a song needs to happen.
0: <laughs> <on that>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm into it, though. I'm. I'm on board. I, I'm I'm looking forward to each Sunday lately. So,
1: I do. I will have to say that I do need them to pick up the pace just a little bit. Okay. All right. That's but, interesting. Pick up the pace. Okay. Now, we, got, we got enough backstory. We we don't need any more. We don't need. I don't feel like I need any more backstory on the Alpha. Not right now.
0: Okay. Not right you, now. You're ready for some action. Yep. I need All some right. action. Okay. Moving. All right. So we yeah. shall... What did our friend Cynthia have to say on uh, Facebook about the episode? She had some feedback. Do you remember? Or did you say that? I think she was. Uh, uh, what was she saying? Um, oh, She was saying. Okay. I had asked her what she had thought about the episode, right? Yeah.
1: And. Huh. One moment. I bet I can think of it in one second.
0: I think she was saying she was um, more afraid when the whispers were first introduced, but now that she knows kind of what they are, that they're not just walkers evolving and so forth, that she's, she's a little less scared of them. Whereas I'm kind of the opposite. Now they're creeping me out even more, but what did she say?
1: Cynthia Barkley. And by posting on our Facebook page, you have given us permission to read your comment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, she said that it was good I'm glad we learned a little bit about the Whisperers she said that she had never read the comics and so she didn't know about the Whisperers in the beginning so she said that she thought at first that the dead was evolving but now she says now that she knows that they are human under the dead mask she says she's not as afraid and she said Alpha may surprise her but she still thinks Negan is the scariest of all the villains. Okay. All so, right. she said, as she also said, she thought it was brilliant how Daryl used Henry to find out more about the Whisperers. And she also liked how Tara sent people out to watch over the new group while they searched for Luke and Alden. True leadership.
0: And if I know Cynthia as well as I think I know Cynthia, she was also was not happy about Henry talking back to Daryl. Yeah! Cynthia does not play. Oh
1: my gosh. uh, I would have to agree with that.
0: (laughs) Oh man. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Did you have anything else?
1: Other than y'all tune in for uh, episode 11.
0: Yep. And uh, send us some feedback, questions, comments at Tamish Tracy, T A M E C H E T R A C E Y. on twitter let us know what's up we'd appreciate it all right well thank you so much and we'll be back next week peace bye